This program was produced by and first broadcast on Radio Kidnappers, a community access media station. Thanks to New Zealand On Air for making this type of programming possible. Hello, beautiful. Welcome to Your Time to Shine, all things self-love, the show that brings you real conversations around self-love. My name is Celine from My Dawning Light, and I am here to show you how you can love yourself right now, no matter what's going on in your life. And spoiler alert, it's so much easier than you think. Okay, you ready? Let's get right to it. Hey, everyone. It's Celine here, and welcome to Your Time to Shine, all things self-love. So, uh, before we start, I just wanted you to know that I've had some surgery, pretty minor surgery, but surgery anyway this morning. <laughs> and I'm on pretty, um, pretty heavy painkillers. So if I sound a bit weird, you will know why. If I speak less fast than usual, then you will know why as well. <laughs> um, but, um, you know, self-love doesn't wait. So I thought I would record this episode for you guys. I think um, it's something that we need to talk about. And also, I bit my tongue the other day, and it really, really hurts. Oh, my God. Anyway, we are doing this. So um, today, somebody who is really, really close to me told me that um, they thought that they hated themselves. You know, I was like, I think I hate myself, Celine. And that person is so close to me, and I cannot believe that I heard these words um, from somebody that I thought I knew very well, it really, it really hurt me physically in the chest. And I know that it has nothing to do with me and everything to do about them, but I kind of thought that it was a bit offensive that they struggle with self-love when they're so close to me. <laughs> anyway, I know it has nothing to do with me, but it made me realize that there is a purpose to this podcast. There is a purpose. There's a reason why we're doing this. There's a reason why you listen to the podcast. And there's a reason why I talk about things that I think you might find interesting. There's a there's a reason why we talk about self-love. It's not fluff. It's not taking time to have a bath. It's not getting a mani-pedi. Like, oh my God, I cannot believe that. People still think that self-love is all of these things. It's, it's yes, it's those things, but it's just so much more as well. And you know, hearing um, that beautiful person say those things to me, say those words to me, I just thought, well, there is still so much work to do. So, um, I just, I just wanted to start with that, and I think that we will talk about self-hatred and how to overcome self-hatred today. I know that we're not going to be able to cover the whole topic in 20 minutes, but I want to give you a few pointers and a few things to think about, um, maybe a couple of exercises as well so that you can get started in your journey towards self-love. Um, and I might repeat a few things. I probably will that I have said a million times before and and you might have heard these things, um, you know, you've, you might have heard me saying these things a million times before, but I just want you to, you know, sometimes, you know, you hear the same thing a million times and it just doesn't really click in your mind. So I hope that it clicks for you today. I hope that something clicks in your mind for you today that makes you feel that you're experiencing a breakthrough in self-love. Um, so... I hope that you're feeling good today. I really, really do. I hope that you're feeling good inside of yourself. I hope that you're feeling good in your heart. I hope that you're um, feeling today that you don't have to fight against your mind. I, I hope that today you know that you are loved and safe and so, so, so precious. And 
I mean, it's the most heartbreaking thing of all, isn't it? When, oh my God, I feel like I'm so high. It's the painkillers. But also, I do feel this way. Like, it's, it's heartbreaking. <laughs> it's um, the episode where Celine was high. But it is heartbreaking, you know, when when somebody feels so terribly about themselves. And it can show in so many different ways. You know, it can show in, um, obviously, lack of confidence and not going for what you want in your life, but also as depression, anxiety. Oh, I need to rest my leg. Um, or it can show as you perhaps being the bully as well. You know, like when we feel bad, sometimes we also want others to feel bad around us because we... Um, you know, we don't want them to be happy because we're not happy. So why should they, right? So why would they be allowed to be happy if you're not? <laughs> and, um, and it can be quite brutal, right? So there's a, there's a, you know, um, a million ways that, um, that I guess physically express, you know, self-hatred. And I mean, where do we start? Where do we start? So I think, I, th- I think I might tell you a bit more about my story. Um, you might have heard me talk about this before, but the whole reason why I started this business or the, my journey into self-love is not so that I could make millions of dollars and be super famous and have my face on billboards. <laughs> I do not really care about those things, but the reason why I started into, um, why I started to explore self-love is that I was struggling with um, acne. And when I say acne, it was not like your, I don't know, your little pimple around, you know, period time or something or uh, or when you, I don't know, when you have a bit too much sugar. You know, I just had like full-on, full-blown, crazy acne all over my face. Um, and when it was at, it, at its worst, it was my face, like everywhere on my face, my cheeks, my chin, my chin, sorry, my forehead, um, my nose. Uh, where else was it? And when it was really bad, I also had it on my, um, on my chest and at the, the back of my neck and on my shoulders and upper back as well. So, you know, you can imagine, uh, I don't know if you can imagine, and perhaps it sounds a bit silly, but, um, imagine, you know, having just a fresh, big new breakout every morning on top of all the things that you have popped the night before that are still healing. <laughs> And, you know, like eventually, you know, the whole thing just builds up and it creates this huge mess. And and that's what I was looking at in the mirror every morning. And, um, you know, very often during the day as well, I would check. <laughs> I would check things and I would look at myself in the mirror thinking like, oh, my God, like, <laughs> how did I get there? How did I get to this place? Like, how did I let this get so bad? And and obviously it, cr- it triggered a lot of things inside of me. But, you know, because I spend so... Um, so much time looking um, at myself in the mirror and not in a good way. It was in a very self-hatred way. You know, I, I would look at everything, <laughs> everything that was wrong with my face, everything that was wrong with my body and, and all of my worst fears and all of the worst parts of me um, were staring at me, you know, staring right at me. And I was spending so much time, you know, popping things and prodding things and putting creams and exfoliators and masks on it, trying to make things better. And, um, and I just spent so, such a long time looking at myself in the mirror, hating every single thing about myself. And, you know, I think that, you know, perhaps what you're experiencing is not that crazy or perhaps it is crazier than what I have experienced, but, we 
look at self-love as if it was this sort of quick and immediate solution to all of our problems. And so to a certain extent it is. But when I was looking at myself in the mirror, there was nothing I could do immediately. Like it wasn't going to disappear overnight, no matter how much I prayed. And I did pray. Goodness, I prayed. And, you know, this went on for years. Um, I would probably say three, four years of like crazy acne. And then, um, you know, and before that, before I got crazy, it was also like sort of moderate um, acne for probably, I don't know, five, seven years. I don't know. Anyway. But there was nothing that I could do about this overnight. And I know that this is not something that we like to hear. We want to hear about the quick and the easy and the immediate solutions. You know, the YouTube and the internet is filled with these guided meditations to manifest ten million thousand dollars <laughs> overnight in a week. Oh, we can wait a week. <laughs> or, you know, we're we're so full of hope, I think. And we're so filled with need and despair and loneliness and suffering sometimes that, you know, we just don't know how we can, you know, live another day bearing that, you know, just carrying that burden inside of us. And so we look for these quick solutions, right? And we fail and then we fail again and then we fail again and then we fail again and we try all of these different things and we spend all of that money and we look for the right teachers and the mentors and the coaches and and if, you know, working with a coach doesn't work, we blame it on them. Sometimes. Most of the time. Um, and I, I definitely went through that stage where, um, you know, I spent, you know, I was, I was a student at the time and I spent so much money, you know, looking for the next cure, looking for the next, um, um, I died, that's the word I was looking for. You know, buying all of these fancy creams that I could definitely not afford and working for, with all sorts of practitioners that I had no idea what was wrong with me. And I worked on all of these different aspects of my health, of my life, and I made a lot of different improvements. I think that one of the one of the biggest improvements that I made at the time was that I would force myself to sit down and eat. I'm the sort of person that never stops, um, but... Um, and I never take the time to eat, and obviously that's not very good for my body. And I created a whole lot of issue that um, issues. Anyway, so that was definitely one of my biggest improvements. But something else that I did, if, if that's something that you're interested in, is that I, um, what else did I do? I um, one thing that I implemented is that I went to, I would go to bed every night at a certain at a certain time. Um, today, I mean, these days I also force myself to have a nap, which has been really beneficial. Um, my friends make fun of me for, for taking a nap every day, but honestly, it's the best thing I've ever done for myself. I also had a look at my diet. I had a look at, um, you know, boundaries and mental health. And I started to meditate every day as well. So there were a lot of really, I guess, small changes that became, that had a big impact. I suppose you could say I did yoga every day as well. Um, and to a certain extent, you know, I made all of these different changes and I, you know, changed uh, what I put on my skin as well. So I, I went all natural. Um, so to this day, I only put um, oil on my face. So um, it could be jojoba oil or um, at the moment I'm putting evening primrose oil, 
evening primrose oil. Oh my God, that's so difficult to say. Um, and that's the only thing that I put on my face, nothing else. You know, no exfoliator, uh, no mask, no, that's nothing. I mean, nothing else, that's what I wanted to say. Um, and so to a certain extent, all of these changes that I made had a certain impact on my skin. And my skin, over the course of, you know, a few months, a few years, I would even say, um, gradually improved. And the change was so slow that I actually didn't really realize that there was an improvement at all, actually. And my skin improved and my, my skin was looking better and I was... I wasn't, I wasn't noticing any changes because I was so focused on what was still wrong with me. <laughs> but, um, eventually it came to a point where I had made all of these changes and I could not think of anything else that I could make, but still my skin was breaking out every single day. So every single day I would still have fresh, uh, new <laughs> breakouts. And it was, it was less than it had been before. And I knew that Somehow, all of my hard work, all of my investment in myself had paid off, but I could still see that there was something inside of me that would not heal. And, you know, I felt so resentful towards my body. I felt so resentful that I had let the, let my body get so ill, first of all, but also that, you know, I felt resentful towards my body for what it was making me go through. I felt resentful because I felt that I had the wrong body and I was not beautiful and perfect and... Um, I did not have clear and vibrant and radiant skin like all of the women around me, um, all of the other women around me. And I felt really annoyed when people looked beautiful. I just felt like it was so <laughs> bloody selfish of them. I also felt really mad at God, you know, or the universe, whatever you want to call it. I felt really mad that I had to go through this suffering. Me! <laughs> I had to go through this. God was making me go through this. And I felt so, um, you know, at times I felt, I felt angry and I felt lonely and I felt like I could not speak about this to anybody because nobody would understand. They would all tell me to try this, try that, do this, do that. And nobody, or I felt, I also felt that I was so deeply ashamed of myself. And the poor choices that I had made that had led to this terrible health condition. And I know it's not, you know, it's, I wasn't going to die from it, but it was, it was so damaging, damaging, damaging. I couldn't remember how to say this for a minute. It was so damaging to my self-confidence. Like imagine just having to layer, you know, to put layer after layer after layer after layer of makeup on your skin every time you want to go out. If you want to go and take the trash out, you put makeup on. Um, you know, if your family wants to FaceTime you, you have to pay, put makeup on. Like it was so, um, it was so traumatizing in so many different ways. So anyway, so I did all these things that it proved to set to a certain extent, but there was still something that wasn't healing. My skin still wasn't perfect. And, you know, it still isn't perfect to this day, but I, I, I knew that there was something else that I, that I had to do in order to, to uh, walk the last mile, I suppose you could say until the end of that crazy, <laughs> crazy journey. And I could not think what it was. And I looked everywhere for that solution, for that final solution, you know, for the last thing I had to do to really be healthy in all ways. And eventually I realized that, man, I was just hating myself so much. I was, I was trying to heal my body, but 
I had to fight myself every step of the way. I was doing this because I could not... I was doing this because I could not bear to be me anymore. I could not bear to be that me at that time any longer. And so I had to fight myself and I was resenting my body. So I had to fight my body, what I what it felt like fighting my body. I had to fight my mind, you know, for not indulging in treats. <laughs> when I realized that, you know, <laughs> it was obviously the thing that was, um, you know, triggering my liver and then blah, 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 blah. Um, and so the final solution for me came in the form of self-love slash giving up on processed sugar. And it was, I mean, it was right there in my face, literally, um, the whole time, but it took me years and years and years to understand that eating sugar and eating chocolates every day in so, so, such a big amount. And, and I realized that, you know, I was eating chocolate because I was, you know, far away from home at the time and I was feeling deeply alone and I was eating a whole block of chocolate every single night. So, you know, if you do this one for one night, it's okay. You know, you might have a pimple the next day, but it's fine. Your body can recover. But if you do this, you know, night after night after night after night, you're damaging your liver. You're damaging your whole digestive system. You know, you're building up the amount of candida in your, in your gut and eventually, it'll come to the skin, right? So that's what happened to me. And it meant that, okay, sure, I could give up on the chocolate, but it didn't mean that um, there was going to be any improvement straight away. You know, it was actually going to take some time for my body to recover from the shock of eating so much chocolate. (laughs) And so the miracle solution, if you want to call it that way, is it was to realize the reason why I was eating so much chocolate. And the reason was that I was hating myself and I was feeling lonely and I didn't know how to receive that love at the time. And when you eat chocolate, you feel good, right? So I was eating a lot of chocolate to feel good about myself. And so I feel that we are so good at being in denial. I am so good at being in denial. Cancel, delete. We are so good in doing everything that we can in order to avoid facing our worst fears. And this is why, you guys, I keep talking and telling you that the key to self-love is self-acceptance. Is that ability um, to look at yourself and to see all that you are, the good and the bad and the ugly, And to be able to love yourself just the way you are. And when I made that change, you guys, when I stopped hating myself, when I stopped hating my body, and it wasn't something that happened overnight, I'm sorry to say, but when I finally stopped to hate myself, that's when my skin healed. And so I tried to share some of that wisdom with my friend earlier today. And nobody wants to hear that. Nobody wants to hear that you have to to hit rock bottom until you can, until you finally give up on all of your vain efforts, I suppose, and until you start looking at yourself in the mirror, until you start looking at all of the parts of you that so desperately need your love, but that you have been avoiding and ignoring and pushing down and repressing and, and burying for such a long time. Everybody wants to hear that all of your Worst fears and limiting beliefs are going to be fixed in a day. I do believe that we go through journeys. 
and that journey, as awful as it was, you know, it it brought me to this point. You know, it was it was awful. It was heartbreaking. It was. I think that my soul fell apart so many times during that journey. But if I had not taken that journey, I would not be here. I know it sounds so so shallow and superficial, but if I had not had this journey, I wouldn't be able to talk about self-love with you guys because I still wouldn't know what it was. Um, so it's not to say that we all need to go through such a crazy journey in order to find self-love. And hopefully I went through this journey so that you wouldn't have to. Hopefully. I really hope so. But my invitation to you was to not wait any longer. You know, how much longer are you going to wait until you finally dare to love yourself? You know, how much more self-improvement do you feel that you have to do in order to deem yourself worthy of self-love? Self-love starts here and it starts now. It starts with you. I can't teach you how to love yourself. You have to find the path. You have to walk the path yourself. There is only so much that I have to, that I can teach you here. You have to take the steps. So my invitation to you is to spend some time either sitting down on your couch in silence with yourself and let yourself be perhaps overwhelmed by all of the crazy thoughts that are going in your mind. Or perhaps you would like to instead turn the brightest lights in the bathroom and look at yourself in the mirror and see what comes up. And just whatever happens, do it again. And do it again, and do it again, and do it again, and do it again. Self-love is a practice. It's not the end of the journey, okay? So that's what I want to share with you guys. Um, I feel like I'm really emotional tonight because I'm on those painkillers. <laughs> but I do, I do feel this way, you guys. Um, I do feel that this is the most important journey that you could ever um embark on it's the most the single most important thing that you could ever do for yourself and um and i really hope that you will take one step today one step towards creating a more self-loving life for yourself um so i'd love to hear your thoughts you know where to get in touch with me and if you have if you've got a suggestion for um something that you'd like me to talk about i'd love to hear what you have to say and yeah i'm sending you so 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 much love and i'll speak to you very soon bye all right beautiful thank you so much for joining me this week on your time to shine all things self-love make sure to visit my gorgeous website mydawninglight.com m-y-d-a-w-n-i-n-g-l-i-g-h-t.com where you can subscribe to the show on itunes or spotify and all the main podcast platform thingies so you never miss a show And while you're at it, if you loved what you heard in this show, do share it with a friend or with your cat, your dog. Give the show a rating on iTunes, whatever. Post about it in your Insta stories. And if you're ready to love yourself but have no idea where to start, please feel free to DM me on Instagram and I'd love to have a chat with you. And be sure to tune in again in a couple of weeks for our next episode. In the meantime, I'm sending you so, so, so much love and I'll speak to you very, very soon. Bye!
This program was produced by and first broadcast on Radio Kidnappers, a community access media station. Thanks to New Zealand On Air for making this type of programming possible.